0: This is Brother Metter, and I preach in the precious name of Jesus. And I pray everyone's doing well. And uh, we're entering into a brand new phase and a brand new working of the spirit and a dispensation that God is moving in. And just a few days ago, the Lord spoke into my spirit. He spoke two words. Uh, He spoke the word inconsistent which the word inconsistent means lacking in harmony harmony between the different parts or elements or lacking agreement as one thing with another the lord places in my spirit concerning my dedications and if he addresses my dedications then he's also going to address your dedications And I don't believe it was just my prayer, but I believe it was everything overall of my dedications. And this is what I heard in my spirit. You are too inconsistent. So I had to step back and examine myself and see exactly what the Lord was talking about and referring to. And he was exactly right in what he said to me. Uh, and he said, the same will apply. If it's going to apply to some of you. Uh, he was exactly right in what he said to me. Uh, so I had to stop and examine my relationship with God and ask myself the question, is what I'm doing inconsistent? And if that's true and if that's so, is it displeasing in the eyes of the Lord? At the same time, he let me know that what I was doing still was not enough for him to take me where he wanted me to go, and that it was displeasing to him. If you'll remember, back in December of last year, matter of fact, I remember it well because it was December the sixth. It was the morning, early morning, six six thirty. Uh, I had to speak at my mother's funeral. Uh, And we were in Fort Payne, Alabama. We were in the motel room. I woke up and the Lord began to deal with me about my disciplines, that they weren't enough in what I was doing. I was not disciplining myself enough to walk in the realm and come to the place where God wanted to take us. And I don't know what you're looking for in your relationship with God, but I want the indwelling of the Christ. I want his mind, I want his wisdom, I want his knowledge, I want his understanding, I want his attributes, his traits, his compassion, his mercy, his tenderness, his forgiveness. In other words, I want Christ to dwell in me. And in the second chapter of Galatians, in verse 20, Paul uh made this statement that the life that I now live in the flesh it's he said, I live this life in the flesh I know that I'm a man I know that I'm still a man He knew he hadn't gained immortality and wasn't even pretending to, uh, that he had But he said, the life that I now live, live in the flesh It's not I that live But it is the Christ that liveth in me uh, So Paul was saying that I live Yet it's not I that live anymore But I've yielded over to the working of the Christ. I've yielded over to this resurrected power and life of the Holy Ghost living inside of me that is going to help me to put on the Lord Jesus. And I don't know what your desire is or how you explain Christ living in you. Some people think they just because they uh, have received the Holy Ghost, they've spoken in a few tongues, they know God deals with them from time to time, they think that's the Christ living in them. A lot of people take that scripture in Colossians 1 and 26 and 27, that Christ in you is your hope of glory. And they think because they've received uh, some type of measure of the Holy Ghost and they may have spoken in tongues and they feel the Spirit of God time to time, they think that is Christ uh, in you that is going to bring the hope of glory. Well, I don't mean to burst your bubble or tear you down or uh, discourage you, but that is not Christ taking control of your life. When he talks about Christ in you, the hope of glory, he is talking like Paul said in Galatians 2.20 that Christ is taking over your life. He's taken over your mind that that uh, Philippians 2 and 5, that that mind which is in Christ Jesus is now dwelling also in you. And the Lord put this in my spirit a couple of years back uh, and then Uh, A little, maybe a day or two later, he, he, you know, he spoke to me and he said, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. And then a couple of days later, he said, but what was the mind that was in Christ Jesus? You know, people like to quote stuff out of context and just throw little quotes out there that they hear people say, and they never really break down in research, uh, What these things mean or what the context, you can't just take a scripture and throw it out there. You have got to uh, read it in context and understand it in the context for which it is written. And when I ministered here back the first of the year, and I'm hoping some of you are getting a hold of these tapes and this uh, teaching on the website, uh, the Word of God is written in two stages. It's written in a revealing And it's written in a manifestation And until there is a revealing in you There cannot be a manifestation or an outward showing But anyway, the Lord uh, spoke to me a few days later And he asked me, he said What was the mind that was in Christ Jesus? So I went back over to uh, Philippians 2 And read that in, in verse 5 And then I read on into verse 6 which says, and he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So the mind that was in Christ Jesus was striving to become equal with God, and he thought it not robbery to become or to be made equal with God. So here we've got a whole new concept of what the mind that was in Christ Jesus Was or is So we're going to explore this We're going to get into this I pray this word will take a hold of you And give you a new insight Give you a new uh, focus Give you a new desire and a dedication To seek the Lord with all your heart And may God bless you